Hey, I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407 406- 566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So looking at what's going on in the market, last week there were quite a few um, homes that were sold last week. Um, down quite a bit is what I'm trying to say. It's from December 31st to January 6th. So it was a holiday week, first week of the month and all of that. So it tends that it would be a little bit lower. There were only 191 homes that were sold last week. The median price of single family homes did go down a little bit right at 400, which is the lowest we've had in quite some time. But um, again, not a high number of homes that sold. Only 191. It was 321 the week before. So you can see there's quite a difference. And that was a holiday week as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens um, next week. And then we'll be able to, you know, see what more is going on. The inventory did go up by 123, which magically when January happens, the inventory usually always does go up. So it's sitting at 5440 when it comes to single family homes. Now, when you're looking how that 191 shakes down, there were 20 under 250, 19, 250 to 300, 51 between 300 and 400. 51 between 400 and 500, 45 between 500 and a million, and five of them over a million. Now, the months of inventory, in my opinion, is a little bit skewed because it says it's 6.57, but that's because of the low number of houses that sold last week because it's only looking at a week instead of looking at what it really should be looking at. The final list of sale price was 97.69, and the average days on the market was 48. So that's, um, you know, how that all works. When you're looking at um, under 250, they were at 91.9 for 5% of asking, and um, over a million were at 95.45, and then all the ones in the middle were at 98 and stuff. So usually the under 250, there's a little bit of work that needs to be done, and over a million, there is more months of inventory on there, so... Basically, it's uh, there's a little bit more negotiating room. Now, based on the number of houses that sold this week, you know, this will show you kind of how everything is skewed. Basically, the single the um, over a million, it's showing that there are 24 months of inventory because there are only five of 526 on the market over a million that sold last week. Again, it was a holiday week, so it's kind of crazy. Um, doesn't. I wouldn't put a lot of effort into this in thinking that this is a trend or anything like that, but just kind of gives you an idea of where we're at for the week, obviously. Now, when you're looking at condos, townhomes, and villas, we were at 82 that sold last week, down from 105 the week before, so really not off too bad. And that and the price, the median price there actually increased to 283.5, so 283.5 for a a condo, townhome, or villa versus 400 for a single-family home. The number of inventory increased there by 55, and that's at 2497 versus 5440 when it comes to the single-family homes. So when you're looking at that and you're looking at all the rest of the numbers when it comes to the condos, townhomes, and villas, that's looking at seven months of inventory there. Um, there were 
of the 82 sales, 31 of them are under 250, 13 between 250 and 300, 19 between 300 and 400, 10 between 400 and 500, 9 between 500 and a million, and none of them sold over a million. So there's only eight of them on the market that are over a million. But when you're looking at the months of inventory, obviously zero divided by eight comes out to zero. So it's showing that there's no months of inventory, which obviously is not correct either. But basically when you're looking at it and all of that kind of stuff, it's it, it, the, with the number of houses that sold last week, it's only in the sixes in regards to that. The final list to sale price um, is 97.98, so not a whole lot different from the single-family homes. And the days on the market average is 62 for sing for the condos, townhomes, and villas versus a total of, um, let me pull that up again. I'm just going back to that real quick right here. For the single-family homes, it was 48. So it's a little bit quicker to sell a single-family home. It's a little bit more desirable, but you can save money in your purchase price if you want to get a condo, townhome, or villa. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you'd like to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So basically, the mortgage demand uh, is ticks upward for the start of the year, which again is typical. You know, once the holidays are behind us, more people are applying for mortgages is basically what this article is saying. And so when it comes down to it is that, um, you know, everybody's looking at things being optimistic. So the first thing that happens for a lot of people when it comes time to actually purchase a home is that they're going to, first of all, apply for a mortgage because they need to be pre-qualified or at least know what they're going to be um, putting an offer in on, you know, what kind of a house they can look for. So our best thing is when we're working with buyers as well is that you definitely want to get pre-qualified. And the reason is is because you definitely want to know um, what you can do when um, it comes to purchasing a home. You don't want to find a house that's 100000 more than what you can afford and fall in love with that. And then you try to go back 100000 less and and you know, love that house too. And there's too many things that are missing from it that you were expecting because you like that house that was 100000 more. Now, you might be able to go to a different area and find that house, a similar house to that, that, that would cost that amount of money. But basically, you know, there's a lot of things that come into play in a home's value and everything. And so if you're pre-approved when you're starting out, then you're definitely going to know, you know, what you can afford. You're going to know what your payment's going to be, if that's something that's comfortable to you or not. And, you know, many times we have people that qualify for, a uh, bigger mortgage than what they get, but they don't want to spend that amount of money on their housing. And so what they do is that they would say, hey, you know, even though I'm qualified for this half a million dollar house, I only want to spend, 
enough for a $400,000 house on my housing. And so as a result of that, that's my budget. And, you know, the the good thing about that is that you do have room if you do find that you want to go up a little bit, you have the ability to do so. But you know where you're at before you get started. And so it just makes it a lot easier. It makes the emotional roller coaster not be an emotional roller coaster. Because when it comes to buying a house, you want to make sure that you've got all of your I's dotted and your T's crossed. And you want to make sure that you found the property that's best for you and your family. You know, I can think over the last year, several people that I worked with that they might have started out in one price point or one neighborhood or something like that. And then they ended up somewhere else because all of the, um, you know, thing all of the things came together on that particular house you know it's like they might have said that they wanted to be in one particular area and then they looked at another area that was maybe 10 minutes away from there and it was equally as good of a neighborhood it was a very nice neighborhood and everything and um, they actually found that they liked it a lot better. They found exactly what they were looking for, and um, and and they were able to get it at a hundred thousand less than what they were finding in those other houses. In those other houses, they were compromising on this and that and everything like that. You might think, what are those this and that things? Well, it was the closeness of the houses that they were to them. It was the view that they saw from their backyard and the house that they bought that they're on a beautiful lake and everything like that. So it really comes down to, you know, dotting the I's, crossing the T's, finding all of the things that are important to you when it comes to actually purchasing that house. And the first thing that you've got to look at is the price. And so that's where um, when you get pre-approved, you know what it's actually going to cost you. If you're paying cash, then obviously you know what your budget is that way too, but it just makes sense. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. Welcome back. I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So basically, you know, I was talking a little bit about mortgages and, and that that's one of the first things that you should do when it comes to the home buying process. And I know that over the last several months, the mortgage rates have been high compared to where they were several years ago. So basically, you know, when that happened, um, you know, the market kind of got a little bit tougher for a lot of people. There's a lot of people that didn't qualify for loans in the price point that they needed to to buy a house. With our median price um, this week at 400000 and it's been hovering more about 435 425 you know, somewhere in that range basically overall for homes and then the single and then the condos townhomes and villas this week are I think at 283 but they're like 275 usually 250 you know somewhere in that range but basically when you're looking at that um, and you've and every increase in interest rate on a $400,000 home every one point is adds up to about $200 per month that you're going to be paying so there were a lot of people that were kind of um, out of the market for a little while because they couldn't get the house that they wanted 
at the price that they wanted with the with the payment. And so there were some adjustable rate mortgages that were out there that the rates were better and everything. And everybody thinks that with an adjustable rate mortgage that the rate should be better. And normally it is. But at this point in time, they are not a bargain, a great bargain right now. Borrowers are still wondering if they can save with them. And at this point in time, you're probably better off to go uh, um, go with a long-term 30-year loan than it is with an adjustable rate. Because what it says here is that because of the aggressively increasing interest rates last year, home buyers turned to the adjustable rate mortgages, hoping to lower their mortgage costs. Now they aren't saving much money at all, and in some cases, they're paying more. The um, uh, adjustable rate interest rates were still significantly lower than fixed rate mortgages throughout 2022. And then um, when they started raising rates, the 30-year fixed mortgage rates tend to rise and fall along with the long-term rates. But so anyway, what happened um, now because of the way the interest rates are falling on the long-term rates, that the adjustable rate mortgages are actually in many cases higher than the 30-year fixed. So it's always something to look at and to know and everything. It's something that when the interest rates get really high and you're expecting them to go down and everything, it might be a good option but at this particular moment in history, it's not exactly the best thing. Now, next week, it could change 100%. But at the time that I'm recording this, it's not necessarily the best way to go. So in my opinion, the best thing to do, though, is to look and see what works best for you, for your family, for what you're trying to accomplish, and everything like that. And um, at any point in time, there's going to be different situations out there that you're going to want to look at. Um, you know, when it comes to home buying, it, unfortunately, myself and other people in the industry, I work with these terms every day. And I'm sure in your job, you have terms that you work with, that if you would say them to me, I would be going, what are you talking about? So uh, I, I came across something that actually had a lot of terms when it comes to home buying. And so I thought I would just spend a little bit of time going over them so that you knew exactly, you know, what they are. So a mortgage is an agreement between a home buyer and a lender that says that the, if you fail to pay off the loan plus interest, that they can take possession of the property. So they want to know that. The mortgage rate is the percentage of interest on a home loan. They can change um, with overall economic conditions, but also depend on your credit score and financial circumstances. And that's really true. You know, it's like what your credit score is so important when it comes to mortgages, but what you find on Credit Karma may not be exactly what you want to find, what, what it's going to be on the mortgage. It's close, but it's probably not going to be the same. A variable rate mortgage, it's a type of mortgage where the, where the rate will go up and down as the economy changes. A fixed rate mortgage, which is what most people have, is that a rate that will stay the same for the duration of the mortgage. An application, that's a, a, a appreciation, I'm sorry, is an increase in value of a home due to change of the market, market conditions. So, you know, when you're looking a lot of times at, you know, purchasing a home and, you know, you're, you're hoping that it has appreciation. And a lot of times it does. I mean, there are those rare times when it doesn't. 
but overall, traditionally, real estate has appreciated. And, um, you know, in the last year or so in Central Florida, the prices have remained pretty stable. They haven't gone up, they haven't gone down, but um, they've, they've stayed pretty stable. So long term, you know, we're looking for the appreciation and that kind of stuff. From 2020 to now, they've gone up probably about 20%. But if you just bought in the last year, they've been pretty stable. So they kind of, you know, go with the economy and everything with the interest rates being higher and everything like that. We're thankful that the prices haven't decreased, that they've stayed where they're at. And that's because we have enough demand to keep that all going. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you'd like to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So with appreciation, there is also depreciation. Now, if you own a rental property or something like that, your accountant might have you depreciate it um, just because you can, and that's a tax write-off and that kind of thing for you. But um, depreciation um, to a normal homeowner is is probably when the price just goes down instead of going up. And in 2005, we had the prices going up like crazy, and then they just kept tumbling down until 2010, and then they leveled out there, and then they started climbing again. So, you know, it's just like the supply and demand. It goes up and down and all of those kinds of things. So you're either going to have appreciation or depreciation. Now, equity is the difference between what you owe on your mortgage and what your home is currently worth. And so that's the value that is your asset of it. A real estate agent, That's obviously someone like myself who's passed the state exam and helps other people buy and sell real estate. And, um, you know, I was looking at at something earlier this week, and uh, 49% of the agents only sell one home or less, which means none, um, basically um, in a year. And so, you know, if you're only selling one house a year, you don't necessarily know all the ups and downs, the ins and outs and all of that kind of stuff of the profession. So you definitely, when you are doing this, the best thing to do is to find someone that does it day in and day out, and they're going to be able to help you. Okay, let's get into some more terms here. When you're looking at payment and financing, the down payment, that's the percentage or the amount that you're going to put up front when you're going to buy a home. And um, so that's what that is. The um, area median value, that's the median average household income within a certain geographic area. Your assets, basically those are the things that you own or the value of the things that you own. Down payment assistance, now DPA, that's something that um, if you're buying your first home, there might be some programs out there that would help you with that. And that's down payment assistance. FHA loan, that is a loan that is guaranteed by the government, backed by the government. And so if you've got a little bit credit, lower credit score, sometimes you can do better with an FHA loan. The thing that I always say to people is that you want to shop with your lender FHA, conventional, and all of those just to make sure that you're getting the best thing for you and your family. And that'll be great. But I'm going to finish up these terms um, as we're coming on to the next um, segment here. 
here, but um, in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can reach us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com, and we'll see you after the break. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So basically, I've been going over some terms that are very common in the real estate industry, but if you're not doing real estate every day, they might not be common to you, and somebody might say something, and you're like going, well, what does that mean? So Anyway, um, one of the things that that is on that where I'm at right now is maximum housing expense. And this is something that a lot of people don't necessarily realize until you've gone through this process. But basically, when it comes down to it, there are guidelines that are set and they're regulated um, pretty much by the government in regards to what percentage that you can spend of your income on housing, of what they think that is a normal thing that you could spend. So the maximum is 28% of your gross monthly income. So what that amount entails is generally the mortgage payment, the property taxes, the insurance, um, your homeowners association, if you've got one, and um those are the expenses that are included in there. So it's principal and interest um, when it comes to your mortgage payment and then your taxes and insurance. And then, like I said, your homeowners association payment. So basically, you know, you still have other bills when it comes to your house because you're going to have your utilities for sure and that kind of thing. And that that might be the only thing that you've got. But they want to make sure that you can afford the house and and afford it comfortably. And so 28% of your gross monthly income is what has been determined as the maximum housing expense. And so when you're going to get a loan, a conventional loan or an FHA or any of those kinds of things. Generally, that's one of the ratios that they're looking at. There's another ratio that they look at as well, and that's your overall um, um, expenses that you're going to have. And they want to make sure that you're not overextended. So, you know, if that's going to include your car payment, the minimum payments that you've got on any credit cards, it's going to be all of those kinds of things. So you definitely want to um, make sure that you're looking at that you're that you've got those numbers in mind because say you want to travel, you've got some kind of an emergency or something like that. They want to make sure that all your you don't want to be, um, you know, po- what do they call it? House poor and and that kind of thing. I can't think of the the slang term of whatever it is right now, but basically when it comes down to it, you want to make sure that you've got yourself set up to be the best in whatever way that you want to do it. Um, Next uh, that we're going to talk about here is a VA loan. Now, the VA loan is a home home loan backed by the Department of Veteran Affairs for U.S. veterans. And these loans have low down payment or none at all. And nearly 90% of all VA-backed home loans are made without a down payment. And there is no loan limit on this. They got 
that that changed a couple of years ago. Um, it all comes down to your eligibility as a veteran, and we obviously thank you for your service for sure. And this is just an extra perk that you get as a veteran. And so there are different steps that you need to go through in order to get that done. It's a letter of eligibility and that kind of thing that um, you'll get to the lender and they can help you get all of those things done so that you've got all your ducks in a row to make things happen. So when you're looking at credit then, a credit score is a three-digit number that attempts to predict how likely you are to default on a future loan. And they go between 300 and 850, and the higher your credit score, the better you are. So a strong credit score makes it possible to to get more favorable loans and terms. So that's something that you want. A credit bureau is the company that collects and retains credit information and then provides that information um, to as a credit report to the lenders. And they actually have to pay for these, the, um, the lenders do. So it basically is a credit reporting agency is what they're called. And the three main ones are Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. And then there are these credit repair companies, and a lot of times they say that they can help you fix your credit problems. Now, I am always kind of cautious on these. I, I, I'm not saying that they're bad because some of them are great, but unfortunately, there's some that are bad too. So you've got to really do your homework on this. To, to So I would really check the reviews on these credit um, repair companies to make sure that they have absolutely got a lot of people that have said they've done a great job for me. A lot of times the lenders that we work with, they actually have these um, simulators that they can run your scenario through and they can tell you, hey, if you pay this credit card down to below 50% of the uh, amount that you're qualified for, then you're going to be able to, um, if, you, if you do that, then you're going to be able to raise your credit score 50 points or something like that. And it's not a guarantee, but it's a pretty good indication in regards to what you can have and what you can do. So... I'm more a believer of that, that I think that that's something that you can do. And a lot of those things are free. And, um, you know, there are obviously situations where bad things are on your credit, and then you've got to do those other things. But those things are are things that, um, you know, you might need more um, professional assistance to. But it's just every day um, looking at what's going on, then um, running through that simulator is probably your best bet. So a credit report is a report as a record of your credit history, including data from banks, credit card companies, collection agencies, and more. And it shows whether payments are made on time. And all um, major credit reporting agencies have to provide credit reports to each customer once a year upon request, free of charge. And so that's available. A default is a failure to pay a loan according to the terms. Uh, delinquency is any late payment on a loan. A debt to income ratio, DTI, is um, you know looking at your gross monthly payment divided by all your total payments, the minimums, like I said before. The um, and then non-traditional credit is if you have if you don't have an established credit history, they might assemble a non-traditional non-traditional credit history which involves proof of regular payments to entities other than a lender, and they might be like rent 
or utility or cell phone payments or something like that. So that's getting more and more common as well. And after you've built up your credit and saved for a down payment, the next step step would be pre-qualification, that you want to make sure that, um, you know, you talk to a lender. There's pre-qualification and pre-approval. And, and basically, as a realtor and as working in the industry, uh, pre-approval is so, so much more um, easier to work with than a pre-qualification. Many times with a pre-qualification, what happens is that the lender is just kind of taking your word for it, and they're not checking to see 100% what's going on. When they've pre-approved you, they've gone through and you've gone through the whole process. What we found over the years is that what happens sometimes in a pre-qualification is that it's not that you didn't mean to say something about something that was going on. You just didn't remember about it. For example, if you co-signed a loan with somebody, and that's going to come into effect on your debt-to-income ratio. But if you forgot that you did that and because, you know, you weren't paying the bill and you just didn't even think it mattered because you just co-signed, it matters a lot when it comes to actually getting a property. So you definitely, um, you know, want to get pre-approved instead of pre-qualified. And when we're working with sellers and we're um, actually looking through the buyers and the buyer's qualifications, we definitely want that pre-approval, not the pre-qualification. You know, there's it depends on, you know, who the lender is in regards to what they do. But I've had lenders before that my experience is that they didn't even run the people's credit. They just asked them what their credit score was on Credit Karma, and they gave them a pre-qualification. Well, those people going down the line spent money on inspections and on appraisals and all kinds of stuff to come to find out that they actually couldn't afford that house. So they actually spent a lot of money that they didn't have to. And if they would have just gone through that pre-approval process, maybe it would have been a different amount that they would have, been pre-qualified for or pre-approved for. And so they would have been able to find that house and had no problems going to the closing table. So it's really, really important. But to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. Welcome back. I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So basically, when we're looking out there, you know, it's like everybody's like, hey, we're at the beginning of the year. I mean, well, we're halfway through January now. It's the 14th today. But um, basically, um, you know, what's going to happen in the market and what's going to happen in 2024? And basically, no crystal ball out there for sure. And what we've seen and, and with what I'm hearing on the street and seeing and all of that kind of thing, the number of viewings of houses this week has gone up tremendously. Last week, we were still pretty much on holiday mode from everything and showings and all of that kind of stuff on our listings. They were kind of not going too, too, too they weren't going too far. This week, they're going. There, There's a lot more showings, a lot more things happening and everything. And so um, the market is definitely picking up. And I always tell people, if you're a buyer and you're looking at that I want to do something now, 
I would definitely get on there before, um, you know, things get crazy, before the pickings get slim and all of that kind of stuff. You know, um, one of the things that I love to do, and that's to try to find off-market properties for all the buyers that we're working with in addition to what's on the market. We're never going to ignore what's on the market, but we're also going to strive very hard to find those properties that are not on the market or that are harder to find. And, um, you know, it might be a for sale by owner, but it might be somebody that hasn't even identified themselves yet of somebody that's looking for a house. So we definitely, you know, like to do that on a day in and day out basis. And, you know, we have kind of a, a rule around our office that we want to, you know, at, for for every house that we sell that that we want to at least have found an option that was an off market property, you know, for that buyer. And we're not always successful with that, but we're always doing something to make that happen. And, um, you know, it's like the the ones that you find a lot of times on Zillow or, um, you know, Realtor.com or any of the other sites, I mean, even our site and that kind of stuff that are out there. Basically, what happens is that there are a lot of situations out there that um, may or may not be, you know, they're, they're already gone. The good ones are going to go right away. You know, it's like there's um, a, a condo development that I was talking to somebody about the other day. And one of the things that they were telling me is that that um, they said, well, did you hear about that one that came on the market last week and it went under contract in a day? And this one's been sitting there, you know, quite a bit longer. And um, I said, OK, well, that one came on the market at 187. Um, all the other ones that were on the market were at 225. So you're looking at, you know, 35,000 or more difference in regards to, um, and I know I'm not doing my math right there, but basically you're looking at a huge difference in price. So of course, someone who is looking for that area and they're looking for that price, they're going to grab it right away. So it's very price sensitive. And I know a lot of times sellers think, oh, well, it's okay. I'm just going to go ahead and, um, and, and the people are going to offer me a lower price. There are some people that will offer you a lower price. And then there are other people that they don't want to do that to the, they don't want to insult the seller. And that's what they feel like they'd be doing if they put in a lower price offer. So basically when it, it comes down to it, you know, I tell people never to apologize to put in a lower price offer because you don't know what that seller's, um, where they're coming from. You know, you don't know if they're ready to sell at that price or what it is. You know, there's a property that we got under contract um, this week that is actually um, under contract at 75000 under what the asking price was. And so basically when it comes down to that or you're looking at that, um, you know, we weren't afraid to make an offer. Our first offer was less than 75000 under that, you know, under the asking price. And the seller did, um, you know, we had to wait a couple of weeks and stuff like that, but they came back to us and my buyer is happy as all get out that they are actually getting the house that they want at the price that they wanted to get it for. So basically, um, you know, when, when you're looking at all of those kinds of things, when it comes down to it, a price that's out there that the seller is offering is subjective because it, 
is not necessarily what the price is. Negotiation does come into play. And I think that that's really important for everybody to understand and everybody to know. And there are some sellers that are not going to move an inch off of that price that they've got there, but their house might be on the market for a year or two years or 10 years, you know, who knows? And then there are other sellers that want to sell their house and have their reason to do it. And they might try it a little bit at a higher price, but then they're willing to, um, you know, know that, okay, I tried it, but I've got to do it. And sometimes that hurts them. So real estate is very price sensitive and we're just looking for that one buyer out there, but the activity has definitely increased this week. So I think that's good for everybody to know and everything out there. And um, so if you are in the market and you're thinking about purchasing, then I would get on it sooner rather than later. I'm working with a lady right now and she her lease is up at the end of March and the leasing company is going to want her to renew her lease um, at the end of January. So we've got a couple of weeks to really know that she's going to be able to find what she's looking for, or she's probably just going to go ahead and rent again for another year. So she'd prefer to buy, but um, you know, we're on a type timeline to do that. So you want to know that if you are out there renting and you're under six months, we're more than happy to sit with you and to go through what you're looking for and help you find that perfect property. And that's what we're all about. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you'd like to reach us at your home sold guaranteed realty, you can call or text 407 566 2555. That's 407 566 2555. So, really, when you, we're sitting here and, uh, you know, this time of the show, I'm always talking about a buyer or a seller and what they're looking for and if you know anybody out there. And um, this actually is a veteran that's a buyer of the week that I'm talking about right now. Uh, this lady, um, she she's a um, disabled veteran. Very nice lady, very um, lives with her sister and, you know, her niece and all of that kind of stuff. So we're actually looking for a five bedroom house. Uh, she actually likes the southeast side of town is basically what we're looking for. And in the neighborhood of a half a million, um, you know, maybe a little bit more, uh, maybe a little bit less. But basically in that half a million um, range five bedrooms, and also looking for a property with a pool if possible. A community pool is great, but she would prefer to have, um, you know, a private pool if possible. She can always put one in later, but she would prefer to have one, you know, when she gets it. So um, if you have a property or know of a property or that that might be something that would work for her, then please let me know. She um, does like to have that wow factor when you come up to it and everything and she's worked hard she is disabled like I said a veteran and so we just really want to find that perfect property for her and we're working on it and definitely um, going to get that done but if I figured if I could throw it out there and you guys could help me then that would be all the better and so um, if you do know of a property again it's a five bedroom um, with a pool if possible in the southeast area of Orlando or 
you know, can be Kissimmee, St. Cloud, you know, Lake Nona area, you know, all of that kind of thing is what she's looking for. So if you can help us out and you know anybody that has a property that's thinking of putting it on the market, then give us a call and we'll definitely match everybody up. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we'll see you next week. Have a a great one, everybody. Bye-bye.